I think it's really important to remember that the fact that the delegation to COP26 is mostly powerful men, it's it's just reflective of the power dynamics that we have in our global society as a whole right now. Um, you know, having women's voices shoehorned into a UK delegation where they're going to be thinking the same way or doing the same things, it doesn't necessarily help us. While it brings new perspectives, it doesn't necessarily change the underlying power structures at play and the fact that power is concentrated in the hands of the few to make decisions that affect the many. I think it's important to recognize that while it's great to diversify the uh, delegation to COP26, it's also really vital to look away from this top-down way of making decisions and to understand that people have enormous amount of power to rise against the institutions and the ways of thinking that have led us into this climate emergency. I think while we should also look at diversifying our delegations to COP26, we can also recognize that these delegations are representative of um, legacies of exploitation and that we can also instead look to civil society and groups that are more representative of the world in which we live in order to have this bottom-up people power to demand change rather than waiting for a group of people who ultimately have a very big stake in maintaining the status quo. We, instead of relying on them to bring the change that we want to see, we can start mobilizing and there are already a number of groups that are mobilizing around Glasgow and around COP26. So I would say look away from the traditional powers at COP26 and the traditional way of dis making decisions which have led us into this mess and instead look at empowering people on the sidelines who have been marginalized and not listened to and really put your faith in civil society and what's happening outside of COP26. Um, power to the people.